The views expressed on this program are not necessarily the views of the staff and management of WKAC. It's time now for Tennessee Valley Spotlight. Now here's your host, Allie Turner. Good morning, everybody, on this kind of unpredictable Monday morning. If you're talking to somebody such as I am, who originated in the great North Wet, yes, I did say that correctly, North Wet. When rain comes after it's been long and hot and cooking eggs on the sidewalk, I always feel like, oh, good. Somebody's doing my work for me. I'm not going to have to get out there and water. But you that know me know that I am a great proponent of the health benefits of sweat. And so, yep, we've been sweating, and that's always good. It's a wonderful way to detox. I know that most people do whatever they can to avoid sweating, but sweating's good. And rain is good, so be prepared. The weather could change in the next 30 seconds. We all know it. And um, I don't know about you, but I'm someone who actually enjoys storms. I don't want anything or anyone to be hurt. I don't want property to be damaged. But I do love being reminded of the fact that I am very, very, very small and that there are numbers of forces round about me that are absolutely infinite and that's what storms remind me of and so that's why I like them okay so speaking of sources and resources I have something really um, I'm very excited about this and I'm gonna start in this first segment about it and uh, depending on how quickly I flap my lips we might even roll on over into the next segment and finish it up but we've got got an interesting show today we're going to talk about something that's going to be happening in Athens that is actually a dream of mine that I did not know was a dream of somebody else's and I'm so excited about it and want you to become aware of it so Without any further ado, and she will be here eventually here on the radio, I am saying that by faith, but Jennifer Matthews, who is, she's one of those women in the community, she and her family work tirelessly to benefit the lives of everybody in our city, in our county, and we had a I I met her years ago. We would a lot of times be at the same events. Uh, She sponsors Unsung Heroes, and she's very much about affirming youth and doing scholarships and um, just was part of For the Love of the City event last um, summer. Well, she and I had what felt like a God hug. Ah, man, I wasn't going to cry, but I'm going to, (laughs) so I guess you get to just deal with it. When our amazing and wonderful and dearly departed Frank Travis died, there was a funeral that was fitting for a man of his stature and impact. It It was almost like a state funeral, except it was our city and our our county. And Jennifer and I ended up sitting together. It was sort of unexpected, but I'm telling you, we had a, a huddle and a cuddle and shared Kleenexes and sleeves and helped each other get through it. We both loved Frank dearly, and it's always better when you're in a season of loss to have somebody there that you can experience it with. And and I did. And like I said, we, we'd been at various events in our area oftentimes over the years, including me attending hers. And yet there was something really special that happened that particular day. Good can be worked out of any difficult situation. And that was the case for me. And found out for her. So we texted a little bit here and there and thanked each other for for being there. And then all of a sudden, on Thursday morning, when I was in the process of doing the final walkthrough, shall we say, with the paper before we... Oh, and for those of you that may not be familiar with um, 
this show and um, the businesses, shall we say, that it reflects and supports, my husband Steve and I publish Athens Now, the newspaper. And it comes out on the first and the third Friday of every month. And so the week before that first and third Friday, we affectionately call Pub Week. (laughs) And yeah, I suppose there are those who could feel sorely tempted to land in a pub with what's involved in putting a paper together. And my hat goes off to people who do it on a daily basis. They just amaze me. But we put the paper together beginning on Wednesday. On Thursday, we proof it and upload it and send the proofs to Times Daily in uh, Florence. And then they print it up and I go pick it up and we start and start to deliver. So that's a real concentrated time of effort and focus and intensity. And we literally were getting ready to hit the send button. And, and just by way of backstory, when I'm doing this, I don't see emails. I've got my eyes and my nose in the proofs and only the proofs, the PDFs of the proofs. And I'm not going back and forth between email and um proofs. I just don't. I've got to focus. I've got to look for every detail and I got to get her done, son. But something just kind of nudged me to go to email to see if there were possibly anything that might have gotten left out. I was thinking along the lines of the calendar and um, so I did and literally at that same moment, Miss Jennifer sent me a flyer that appears in this edition of Athens Now that has just come out, and it was for an event that's called Let's Move Athens. And as we know, many times our city, uh, one of the themes of our city that gets played in terms of how we advertise and marketing and various kinds of things is the Greek aspect of Athens and most particularly the pillars that show up in Greek architecture. So here is this flyer that has four Greek pillars and I'm going to tell you the rest of the story when we come back from the break. This is Allie Turner. This is the Tennessee Valley Spotlight Radio Show and at the bottom of the hour we are going to have my friend and partner in non-crime Wayne Hemmerly of Crown Service Termite and Pest Control who is going to be telling us about how to survive everything from roaches to critters to brown recluses. So we'll be back. If you've got a question or comment for WKAC, give us a call 24-7 on our listener line. That number is 256-434-1080. We'd like to hear your ideas, your likes, and, yes, your dislikes. Call the WKAC listener line at 256-434-1080 and leave us your message. If there's something we do that you enjoy or if you've got a suggestion about something you think we can do better, call us anytime at 256-434-1080. The listener line. We're waiting to hear from you at 1080 WKAC. The fun is back. That's what's in store for you and your family at Lake Winnie and Sokia, the South's favorite family amusement park and water park, where there's excitement for everyone and special discounts almost every day. The fun is back means Lake Winnie's Cannonball Roller Coaster and the Ozone 14-story Freefall. Splash down on the boat chute and flip out on the fireball. The fun is back means the splashtacular excitement of Sokia Water Park. Get ready, get set, get wet. The fun is back means a lazy day on the crazy river. The fun is back means Lake Winnie's funnel cakes, candy apples, and cotton candy. And sugar-coated smiles. Visit LakeWinnie.com to check out all the fun. This is an Alabama Legacy Moment. 
brothers Alton and Raven Delmore of Elkmont, Alabama were early country music pioneers that had a profound impact on the history of country music. I'm Debbie Delmore, Alton's youngest child. My father and uncle's talented songwriting, intricate harmonies, and complex guitar rhythms influenced their contemporaries as well as generations of country and bluegrass stars. The Delmore brothers began in the 1920s playing at local community events. By 1933, they became regulars on the Grand Ole Opry, quickly becoming one of the program's most popular acts. Over the course of their career, they wrote more than 1,000 songs, many of which were crossover hits. Few country music acts can rival their sophisticated chord arrangements and lovely melodies. The Delmore Brothers are members of the Nashville Songwriters, Alabama, and Country Music Halls of Fame. Sponsored by the Alabama Bicentennial Commission, the ABA, and this station. Give us your thoughts by calling 232-6828. We're back with more of Tennessee Valley Spotlight on WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. This is Allie Turner, and I'm chuckling here in the studio with my friend, Wayne Hemmerly, who is going to weigh in after Yellowhammer News. So I'm going to continue the story of Let's Move Athens. For those of you that are just joining us, I was talking about how I had the chance to see... A, the beginning portion of a dream realized, but it's even better, I think, when you get a chance to help somebody else with their dream. So I'll explain. Jennifer Matthews, who is very well known in our community for all the things that she does for our community, has had it on her heart that we need to become whole and healthy in our community and and she means in all of the areas that matter and so she came up with an event that's called let's move athens and yes it is a -a walkathon and you can be really pretty much any level of fitness this is not anybody asking you to pull spandex on and, and prove something you can walk this sucker and you can probably be in your pajamas and it'll be okay well that might not make Jennifer happy, but you know what I'm trying to say. This is not something that is for uh, people who consider themselves to be only elite athletes. But there are four pillars to this event. Fitness, finance, faith, and family. And oh, by the way, there's going to be a ginormous electric slide dance. Now, this thing goes from 8 to 12. It's at the Sportsplex. We're going to talk about more of it in the weeks coming up. But the subtitle of um, Let's Move Athens is Walk for Your Cause. And so you have, this is kind of functioning like a clearinghouse. You get together with your peeps as far as people in your sphere that share a similar passion to make a difference. And you get to, just like a a -a walkathon works, you get to come up with teams. It costs 50 bucks to enter. But up until that time, you raise funds with your teams. Most of you know how that works. And so from 8 to 10, there's going to be the walking for the cause, which is 50 bucks for a team of any size, 10 bucks per person. There's going to be vendors, um, and all kinds of people are going to be able to be there. The price for being a vendor is ridiculously reasonable. It is only $20. There's going to be three-on-three basketball that starts at 10 There's also going to be a three-point shootout. So if you are, and I'm going to be dating myself, if you're downtown Freddie Brown, um, you can get your three-point on and raise some money for your cause. There are going to be free haircuts and school supplies while they last, and food trucks are going to be available. (laughs) And then the largest line dance is going to be starting at noon, and there's also a blood drive. So why is this a dream? Because anybody who knows me knows that I have a passion for people to be whole. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what socioeconomic background you come from. I don't care what your education level is. You have a job to do that was figured out before the foundations of the world. And unfortunately, these days, people have too many problems with fitness and finance and their faith and Lord knows their family 
to be there to be, you know, so to speak, lean and mean enough to get the job done. Well, Miss Jennifer and I found out that we share the same passion. And so I am very much looking forward to this. And if um, you want more information, you can contact her at Jennifer, that is J A, not J E, Jennifer, J A double N I F E R Matthews at bellsouth.net, or you can call 256 874 2941 for the walkathon, booth registration, anything else that you might want to do. But come on, let's start to get Athens moving in a number of positive directions and just be a part of um, a movement. I have a feeling this is going to turn into a movement. That certainly is my fond hope and prayer. And uh, there's nothing wrong with building unity in the community while you are at it. So that's my story about this, and I'm sticking to it. Now, here's, here's another thing that I want to talk about this morning. As people who are pro-life, and most people in Alabama are, I said most, one of the challenges that we have to face now that Roe v. Wade is legally on the Supreme Court level uh, in our rearview mirror is we are seeing a mad scramble to try and get abortion reinstated in other ways. And I'm not going to take a lot of time to talk about that. That was to be expected. But I am going to take some time to tell a very positive story. Because if people who believe in the sanctity of life don't do an additional part, because for the last 50 years there hasn't been as much that we could do, if we don't do our additional part to step up and help people who are in unplanned pregnancies and uh, whether that means taking someone in your home or helping with their medical expenses or supporting um, crisis pregnancy centers even though there are legislators who say that (laughs) the torture occurs there or adopting yourself whatever it is we got to step up It's not going to fly if the Supreme Court makes a bold decision and we don't match it with bold action. So I just want to tell you an amazing story that I heard about this morning, and I hope it encourages you to look into your local crisis pregnancy centers. We have several in the area. Um, And step up to do whatever you can can do to help in order to you know if you teach self-defense you might want to teach people how to protect themselves because they literally um are under fire that's a whole nother topic but i wanted to tell you a story there was a woman in louisiana who had had two successful pregnancies and both of her children had died They had birth defects. One lived for 12 days. One lived for uh, two and a half years. And they both had died. And it was a very sad situation. She did not handle it well. She had a major blowout with God. And it took her a good while to get over it. And as often is the case, when you have a, um, a child that dies... Many times marriages will break up, and and this is what happened. Her husband left, and she eventually remarried, and they were um, going to try and have their own children, and it just didn't happen. So they came to the place where they were going to adopt. Okay, here's the story. They were praying by faith for a baby, didn't have anything in mind. And a young woman who was 18 at the time, teenager, pregnant, scared, only thought that she had one option, decided to have an abortion. And she literally was on the table, and the doc came in, didn't say anything to her, didn't speak to her, um, just uh, washed his hands and snapped on his gloves. And uh, he went to begin the process. And what this woman claims, and I agree with her, happened was that the voice of God, she heard the voice of God who said, it's not too late. Get up. Those were the two phrases. It's not too late. Get up. So she did. She looked at the doc. She said, I can't do this. He just looked at her and walked out of the room. She walked out of the abortion clinic. 
A social worker contacted her not long after that. She carried the child, and she knew that she did not have the resources to raise this child. But she began the process of finding an adoptive parent. Now, here is an amusing part. She was in Indiana. The people who were looking to adopt were in, excuse me, she was in Indiana, and the people that were looking to adopt were in Louisiana, and she'd gotten all these letters because people have been desperate to be able to adopt, and she read about a particular family, liked the sound of them, and then there was a phone call (laughs) that changed everything, and out of nowhere, the the, the mom ask the prospective mom how do you bait for fish where you live and the woman laughed and she said well we use a particular um, minnow I think it's pronounced chacoho please forgive me if I'm butchering that pronunciation she said we use chacoho and as you know you have to bait when you use that fish you have to bait through the eye and that was all that it took the young mom said congratulations you are going to be a mom and here's the reason why she said that she knew that this mom and the dad would be willing to take him fishing and that was something that was really important to her so on the actual day that that the adoptive mother had lost her child this next one was born the exact same day, which was December 22nd. They went home on December 24th with this baby, and even though the young mom knew that she had made the right choice, it was still extremely difficult for her. But they kept things open, and then when he turned 18, his name was David, they named him David, when he turned 18, they went ahead and engineered the meeting between the birth mom and the young mom for the first time, and they made a documentary. And what had happened was the young man, who had always known that he was adopted, uh, joined a pro-life group when he was still in high school. He went on to prepare for law school, and I'm telling you, the film of these two meeting for the first time and the joy the joy and the sorrow because it is it is a very difficult situation but the joy is what gives strength and the joy is what prevailed and being able to meet his mom his birth mom and for the adoptive mom to meet the birth mom and have them both thank her from the bottom of their heart and and the dad as well for choosing life and giving everybody an opportunity to have a wonderful life truly it is extremely moving so guess what now they're on the speaking circuit and so if you are someone who is wondering what to do how to function what you can possibly do to make a difference contact our our uh, women's resource center here in Athens or go online and look and see if there's anything that speaks to you and just know that choosing life is a good option this is Ali Turner we'll be back after Yellowhammer news and thank you for listening Applebee's Tailgate Talk wants to recognize our local athletes, and you can help. Go to tailgatetalk.net throughout the school year to vote for the Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete of the Week. The winner will receive a gift card from Applebee's Neighborhood Grill and a T-shirt from Gotcha Covered Screen Printing and more. Submit your own nominations for future polls, too. While you're there, check out the Tailgate Talk archives and see what you might have missed. That's the Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete of the Week. Cast your vote today from Applebee's Neighborhood Grill and 1080 W. Here is an important message from Troy Elmore Realty and Auction. If you're looking to buy land, antique vehicles, and other miscellaneous items, you don't want to miss this auction. Saturday, July 23rd at 10 a.m., 4 Hammonds Road in Athens, Alabama. Troy Elmore Realty and Auction will sell 31.74 acres, more or less, in three tracks, selling in tracks, combos, and as a whole. Includes ponds, barn, catch pen, and partial fencing. This is perfect for a mini farm. In addition to the land, they're selling a 1947 Chevy 3100. 
1977 Toyota Land Cruiser, a 1937 Ford pickup truck, a one-year-old zero-turn bad boy lawnmower, a 2010 Polaris Ranger, golf carts, a 20-foot gooseneck trailer, and other items. Call Troy Elmore Realty and Auction today at 256-777-3710 for more information or visit the website TroyElmoreRealtyAndAuction.com. Alabama State License Number 5137. The Greater Limestone County Chamber of Commerce and WKAC Radio urge you to shop, eat, and buy local. Local businesses support our community where you live, work, and play. When you shop, eat, and buy local, you help your local economy stay strong by creating jobs, improving local government services, schools, and recreation. Make Athens Limestone County a better community. Shop, eat, buy local. A message from the Greater Athens Limestone County Chamber of Commerce and WKAC. We keep Athens connected. COVID-19 hospitalizations continue to rise in Alabama. This is YHN News. I'm Scott Chambers. The Alabama Department of Public Health reported 2,595 new cases of COVID-19 on Friday, bringing Alabama's total cases this year to 464,115. One death was reported on Friday, bringing Alabama's COVID-19 death toll this year to 3,075. The World Games have wrapped up in Birmingham. A closing ceremony was held on Sunday night. Lionel Richie headlined the concert that included the Blind Boys of Alabama, Randy Owen, Ruben Studdard, Taylor Hicks, Pastor Mike Jr., Bo Bice, Jamie Johnson, and others. The closing ceremony marked the end of the 10-day World Games that put Birmingham on the world stage. Three Alabama boys are given special recognition for saving a man's life. YHN's Brian Tilton reports. WBRC reports the Mountain Brook Fire Department gave life-saving medals to the man's two sons and a friend. Bryden and Christian Hassig and their friend Sam Ebert saved Brad Hassig from drowning at their home. Sam and Bryden were able to get Brad out of the pool. Bryden worked to resuscitate his dad while Christian ran to get help. Brad says he's proud of his two sons and their friend and is forever grateful. For YHN News, I'm Brian Tilton. State Representative Chris England, a Democrat from Tuscaloosa, will not run for re-election as chairman of the Alabama Democratic Party. The state's Democratic Executive Committee will take steps to elect a new chair on August 13th. A diverse list of candidates is expected to be presented to the committee by the Alabama Democratic Conference. For more Alabama stories, go to yellowhammernews.com. I'm Scott Chambers. You are listening to YHN News. We've all been caught up in the little chores that pile up every day. The dishes in the sink, the trash that needs taking out, the pesky check engine light. What I want. Isn't it time to make a change and escape to a whole new world of possibilities? Where there's dinner without dishes, nights filled with adventure, and every day you feel like a winner. A little change can go a long way when you escape every day at Wing Creek Casino and WingCreekCasino.com. 256 Today is smart news for smart people. 256today.com is the place for the latest news on business, government, education, and community in North Alabama. 256today.com is a dedicated local team reporting the news that impacts your daily life. We live here, we work here, and we play here. Join us at 256today.com. We are smart news for smart people like you. Well, this morning, a few showers and storms still possible, mostly cloudy early on. Temperatures should stay in the mid to upper 80s. More humidity, though, so it feels a little bit more uncomfortable. As we go into the late afternoon hours, another chance for an isolated shower or storm. And each and every passing day this week, the humidity will be higher and the temperatures will be in the low to mid 90s with a few isolated afternoon storms. I'm WAFF 48 First Alert Chief Meteorologist Brad Travis on WKAC. Forecast the service of Athens State University, your university, your way. Visit Athens State University online at athens.edu. The views expressed on this program are not necessarily the views of the staff and management of WKAC. Tell us what you think by calling 232-6828. We're back now with more of Tennessee Valley Spotlight on 1080 WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. This is Allie Turner. 
And I have the great pleasure of having in the studio office. No, studio. There we go. That's what I meant to say. My friend and partner in non-crime, Wayne Hemmerly of Crown Service, Pest Control, Termites, everything else. Welcome back, my friend. Thank you, Alex. Good to be here. I'm glad I'm glad that all of us have the face for radio. That's all I can oh, say. Thank you so much, the face for radio. Yeah, you really know how to insult a girl. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, for those of you that have seen the most recent edition of Athens Now that came out on Friday, you will see that Wayne and his partner in business and non-crime, Stephen Corbett, Corbett. 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 Sorry, I'm That's starting right. to make it sound like Stephen Colbert, and I really didn't <laughs> want to do that. Anyway, Stephen Corbett, um, they are the co-founders of Crown Service, and we did an article on them, and their business story is really one of my favorites because it shows what can happen when you have um, Yankee, ooh, no, not Yankee ingenuity, Southern ingenuity. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm about ready to get pistol whipped here, I think. Um, When you have ingenuity and free market capitalism and desperation and creativity and humor and resourcefulness all coming together, you have yourself what has become a very successful business. And so, Wayne, just tell us, tell us the story of how it happened and what's going on now. Well, we started uh, this past February, will be four years uh, in business together. Steve and I met at a big box store. Uh, there are As in pest. As in termite yeah. and pest control right. in a big box store. And our big box termite company and uh, actually it's Stephen and myself a guy named Scott Romines that works for us and and a guy named Todd Donovan all four of us worked together at that place and uh, we all finally got together uh, Steve and I first and then we brought those other two on about six months and a year later and uh, it's you know, it's been amazing from the very start. We've been we've been blessed. We rolled out of there on fir- the first Monday with, with nothing, with nothing whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, and a, really and a, nothing. And a seven-year-old vehicle, and 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 we were trying to figure out how what we were going to do. And we had five, and we got two more that day. Termite inspections for real estate letters or wood infestation reports. The the newer agents call it uh, pest inspections, but I wish they wouldn't. And then uh, we went from there, and I told Stephen that day, I hope we don't find anything. And sure enough, we found termites, and we didn't even have a rig to, to put on, on a truck to treat it. And, and by Tuesday, Steve found a rig. Friday, we borrowed his father-in-law's truck to go get it. By the next week, we had a truck, and we treated the house. And we just, you know, the we, rest were, is history. we were hoping that we could, we were truly hoping hoping that we could find uh, 10 termite inspections a week to do and nine th- almost 9,000 later we've just we enjoy what we do we have a great crew and uh, we are always ex- it seems like we're always growing and having to expand there you go okay would you please educate folks and uh-huh. explain the need for a termite letter especially in this extremely has been hot, hot, hot real estate um, climate seller's market where people are wanting to kind of cut corners because they know that things are so desperate. I mean, tell us why you have to do a termite inspection letter and the difference that it can make. Well, pretty much the state of Alabama, For let's talk about residential, and I'll leave commercial off of that today, but for the most part, the state of Alabama wants every real estate transaction to have a termite letter with it. They would like for those pieces of property to be free and clear of five things, which is termites, uh, wood-borne beetles, powder post beetles, dry wood termites, and they're in South Alabama, and wood-decaying fungus. Okay, now is that um, <coughs> is that in every transaction? Like if you decided to not go with a realtor and do a for sale by owner, let's say, or if it's just a totally private deal, yeah, are they still required to do that? Well, the state would like that, and a lot of uh, attorney, closing attorneys and or mortgage companies will, will steer those people to a company, not necessarily me. Hopefully, they'll get it by somebody. I mean, it's it's traditionally, it's people's, you know, for the largest majority of the population, their houses, their 
their biggest investment mm-hmm. and and they should have a termite inspection i mean it gives them some protection uh if if termites do show up in 10 weeks after closing and it happens uh, and and they should you know they should do that it's 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 nothing compared to the price of what most homes are the other thing in this market that you were talking about the crazy market and that that's that people are waiving inspections mm-hmm. and they want me to be their home inspector and I can't do that either right. uh, my, that that doesn't cover my scope I was a former contractor in a past life in the 80s uh, but but I can't I can't tell you anything other than this is the damage I saw. And so I don't need to, you know, but they want me to be their home inspector a lot. Well, and your um, office manager, Bella LaFontaine, yes. whom I get to see every week on Tuesday mornings at our B&I group, and she does a beautiful job of representing Crown Service. Um, she she always makes the point when she is giving her presentation about the fact that in in Alabama, it's not... If you have some kind of a problem with termites, it is when. Absolutely. And I have a feeling that a lot of people don't understand that. Would you say that's true? That's very true, Um, especially with the number of people that we have moving in from uh, the northern states. Mm -hmm. They're, They're coming in. To this area. Of oh, we, you mean blank Yankees? That's what? it. That's, that's it? it. Okay. I mean, you know, we've got them coming in from uh, northern areas that really don't have a termite season right. like we do here. Right. Uh, and so they don't understand termites. They don't know what the deal is. And, you know, six months to a year after they, they've bought their house, all of a sudden they've got termites. Uh, I mean, we've still got a lot of, of, of new industry an existing industry, what's on the arsenal. There's three or four groups on the arsenal that are bringing mm-hmm. people in. We've got the factories that are in this area, mm-hmm. and they don't understand what termite letters are and what that really means well, and for before, them. Before we go to the break, one of the things that Bella mentioned was um, in in an, even in, it, it, termites are not an issue, just like, like roaches. They are not necessarily an issue in, um, shall we say, well, I'll put it this way. She spoke of a situation in a in what is considered a very upscale uh, housing development where a house had been vacant for a long time. Mm-hmm. And people had maintained the house, you know, outwardly. Nobody had been in it for a while. They had moved away. They still owned this house and um, called for a termite inspection because they were going to finally sell the house. You guys went in and the house was had no none of the usual traces of a termite infestation and <laughs> that bad boy was fixing to just about fall down according that, that, to, according to miss bella and so she's not kidding you're not kidding when you're saying it's not a matter of no. if it's it's no, when that's okay true. we're going to take a break and when we come back um i don't know should we talk about your love for snakes we no, can do that no, no? we're not going to talk about we're well we can for about, about that's only two seconds <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is Allie Turner. This is the Tennessee Valley Spotlight Radio Show. My friend Wayne Hemmerly is with me this morning, and we'll be back in just a jiff. First, we gave you online streaming. Next, there were our phone apps. Then came Alexa and Google. Now WKAC gives you Android Auto and Apple CarPlay. Use your existing smartphone apps to safely stay in touch and focused while you're driving. Calling, messaging, navigation, listening to your favorite music, and more. All hands-free in compatible vehicles. Just go to WKAC1080.com for details. Android Auto and Apple CarPlay. More ways to keep you connected from 1080. WKAC. River City Roofing Solutions is locally owned and operated by brothers Chris and Michael Muse. What sets us apart from other companies is the fact that our knowledge in the industry comes from nearly a decade of hands-on experience installing shingles, metal, and flat roofing material. With years of inspecting, training, and managing, we have mastered every aspect of the roofing process. www.rivercityroofingsolutions.com 256 274 
5530. Athens State University 200-year bicentennial celebration continues with a free concert on the square in downtown Athens Thursday evening, July 28th. Bring your lawn chairs and relax to the bluegrass sounds of Iron Horse at 7 and platinum-selling country star Colin Ray at 8. Restaurants and bars will have food and drink specials, so plan to join us July 28th. Athens State is excited to give back to our community who has supported us for 200 years. For more info, visit athens.edu slash homecoming. Hey, slow down, buddy. This ain't Talladega. And that race car driver's number on your back window, you ain't him. Truth is, just 10 miles over the speed limit and your chances of killing someone are four times higher. So forget the number on your window and memorize the one on that orange prison jumpsuit. Stop speeding before speeding stops you. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. Got a question or comment for Tennessee Valley Spotlight? Give us a call at 232-6828 and share your thoughts during the show. Now, back with more of Tennessee Valley Spotlight on 1080 WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. I have with me in the studio my friend, Wayne Hemmerly, who is the co-founder of Crown Service Termite and Pest Control. And we have been talking about the absolute necessity of making sure that your home is inspected and protected when it comes to termites. But termites are not your only thing, are they? No. No, (laughs) we don't just do termites. But I'll tell you one thing they do not do. And what is that, Wayne? Snakes. Yep. I don't handle them at church, and I'm not going to handle them at work. (laughs) And this is a man who's brave enough to get under your house and get down into crawl spaces, although you've got enough folk now that you don't have to do that as much as you did when you first got started. Thank goodness. Yes. But please tell us about the other things that you're having to really contend with in this hot summer season as it pertains to pests. Well, let's talk about general pest control. I mean, we, we have, uh, because of the heat and and then the rain, but it's a double-edged sword. But, you know, we're dealing with ants and general spiders and roaches and big wood roaches as well as cockroaches from time to time. What's the difference between a wood roach and, and a cockroach? Cockroach is more... Filth-related, food and and cleanliness-related. Wood roaches are really supposed to be. They're really big. A lot of people, you know, they go by a lot of names: palmetto bugs. But but they they are a cockroach. But their life cycle inside is five to seven hours. It's a fluke. They can't eat. They can't drink. They can't mate. They can't lay eggs. They can't do anything inside. And most of the time you see them and their legs up almost dead or already dead. And if you have a good pest control company, chances are they've either sprayed something on the outside that still has residual or on the inside that they also go through that speeds that process up a little bit. Okay. Let me ask you a question as uh-huh. it pertains to filth, because this is just oh so much fun to talk about. I mean, yeah, I know. I, I, is that um, somewhat, in some situations, uh, an exaggeration? I mean, I have been, I have been with you in someone's home that is wasn't filthy and was, you know, not completely an upscale home. But you, I mean, they're they're just like regular walking around folk. And I know of another home that's in a very nice subdivision where I was, and um, I'm sure that the owners would have probably gone over in a dead faint if they had known that I had seen, a, you know, a cockroach come up the wall in the kitchen. But and I know that they paid a, a an amount, goodly amount later to get rid of them my question is um is it it is i mean well let me put it this way it seems like that could be a factor but it isn't necessarily a factor is that accurate it's not the total factor that's correct what Uh, is the biggest thing that causes roaches to march in and and not scream raid (laughs) well they can also you can also bring them in from the grocery store in the boxes if you bring cardboard boxes in they can be in that Mm mm-hmm Excuse me. Once they um, once they get in, though, they're they're feeding off of anything that you know. And you may be a very clean person. You know, at my house, I may have left a couple of crumbs this morning, and if they're in there, then that's where they're headed to eat. You know, they're there to drink the water. 
if you have a drip or if, if there's any you know residual water in your sink I mean there's a lot of things not and it's not all filth related but a lot of times you know when you walk in some you know you walk in a place and their trash cans it's not that it filled up today last night and they're going to empty it today it's that it's been that way for several days and you can tell it just on the floor they have recycled cans that they haven't washed out and there's bags and they're everywhere there's still oil in the skillet that's been there for weeks and grease is literally running down the walls those are the ones that are problems the other ones and i will tell you that as a pest control owner i didn't company owner i didn't own the company then but I got cockroaches. I lived in a condominium, and the people upstairs sent them down to my place. Okay. And you were you were Mr. Clean. Yes. And you weren't exactly, at that moment, being able to be, as they describe successful business owners, you were not, at that moment, able to be a product of the product. It's your own home. That's right. <laughs> You've got roaches. What did you do besides throw your shoe at them? Well, I made... I made the homeowners association treat the unit above me and I had my guy come in that, that I worked with at this company come in and treat my unit and we did get rid of them but they brought them in they tried to blame me but they brought them in upstairs now me. in their case was it a you know could have come in through the cardboard of the boxes or, yes, or it was it the type of situation where you're talking about where the garbage is overflowing no it came in through the cardboard on the boxes I don't know what their house was like when they left but upstairs you know, because I let them see my place, and they let me see their place. And so, and so I mean, we were both about the same. what you could tell, it wasn't like, no. it wasn't Mr. Clean it wasn't versus, versus Mr. Phil. No, it wasn't filth-related. They just brought them, and it happens. They they do get in cardboard, and, they, and that's why I'm careful about bringing cardboard into my house always. Okay, and so they could be... They could be hiding in the Amazon Prime That's true. days. That's true. <laughs> you, you could go nuts and it could be Christmas and you have no idea what that might, is be, true. might be coming That is in. true. By the way, no. I meant to say, you mentioned Bella four times the last segment. This is my show, not Bella's show, oh, so let's quit. Yeah, but, but with all due respect, sir, <laughs> respectfully saying she's prettier than you are. I would like to give a shout out real quick. I'm sorry, but I'd like to give a shout out to Samantha who handles my termite letters and, uh, and the termite treatments after the real estate closing she closed a gap for us and then i've got kim who's my receptionist and then i've got my three termite guys and and uh, Stephen, of course my business partner he i'm the brother he never wanted and we're more like family there you go. So yeah, and, you, and you've got you've got Peter the bug nerd. Peter the bug guy. He, yep. Yes, he inundates me with information to where more I more than have you to, ever wanted to know about bugs. Peter knows about. I just need bugs. to know what I'm supposed to order, Peter. I don't care anything <laughs> else. What time is it? Not how are you making this watch? And then I've got Todd and Scott that are my inspectors. There you go. And then my termite crew, which is Sam and uh, and uh, Aaron, and then my son Harrison. Uh, he is a football coach in Albertville. He's a full-time coach there, but uh, every once in a while he needs to earn a little extra was, money. He was your first part-time employee. He huh? was my first part-time yep. employee, yep. and then he comes in. It's summer, so he doesn't have as much dough. He comes in and works a couple of days a week just to pick up some rent money. There you go. Okay, when we come back, I want to ask you a couple of questions of going green as it pertains to pest control as opposed to traditional, and, and so you can educate people about that. This is Allie Turner, and this is the Tennessee Valley Spotlight Radio Show, and we'll be back for the last few minutes to take it on home. When your clothing needs to be professionally dry clean, take it to Classic Cleaners, now with three locations to serve you. Your clothes will be kept looking as good as new with their professional dry cleaning and laundry service. Classic Cleaners also offer same-day service Tuesday through Saturday. If your clothing has a tough stain, in most cases, Classic Cleaners can remove it without a trace. Bring your drapes, curtains, bedspreads, and comforters to Classic Cleaners. Classic Cleaners also offers wedding gown preservation and leather cleaning. Classic Cleaners, now with three locations. Locations. Highway 72 East in Lindsay Lane, open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. 600 South Jefferson Street, open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Highway 72 West in Killen, open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. 
they deliver. Your guests will love it. That's what happens when Jiffy Food Store Number 2 on Highway 31 caters your next event. No event is too large or small, from a group of five to hundreds more. It all starts with bigger choices of better food and ingredients. Now, you know us for great sandwiches, chicken, wings, JoJo's, and our breakfast items. But we offer so much more. Salads, soups, fruit trays, veggie trays, desserts, and our famous Texas-style pulled pork. Jiffy Food Store Number 2 has countless sandwich fixings that will ensure that your group's needs are met. Don't need a full catering service? Just call Jiffy Food Store Number 2 at 232-6339. Place your order in advance, and they'll have it ready for pickup. Jiffy Food Store Number 2, Highway 31, a proud supporter of our community. Being in the Army National Guard is about more than serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. The Army National Guard makes college affordable, and serving part-time can help you graduate debt-free. Do you want to stay close to friends and family? The Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want. Learn more by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. If you've got a question or comment, let us know by calling 232-6828. Tennessee Valley Spotlight continues now on 1080 WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. This is Allie Turner, and I've been having such a grand time talking with my friend Wayne Hammerly of Crown Service Termite and Pest Control. And in the last few minutes that we have remaining in the program, could you please educate people as it pertains to using for lack of a better term, more green or more organic pest control, particularly as it uh, pertains to termites and, and roaches, um, or the ones that are that some people might think of as being more toxic and not as environmentally friendly. Tell us about that. Well, let's break that down. So termites, uh, we, tre- we have two forms of treatment. Uh, one of them is our termite baiting stations. Um, they have no scent. They have no odor to them. Only the termites themselves will come and eat them because they have what they want. Have a liquid called Termidor. It's the best liquid in the business, in my opinion. There is no odor. Back when I was a kid, and Allie, you were a kid, the termite guy would come around. They actually would let the termite guy spray around the outside of the house every year and inside with termite product. And that was what's known as a repellent, and it used to stink to high heaven. Termidor, we don't spray it inside houses. It's only outside houses, and it's it's put in the ground. It it has no odor to it either. I've never had any animal animal get sick with it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, are they green? Maybe not what you think, but they're not toxic, like you would think either, in okay. their diluted form. Okay. Um, and then I had a dear pest control customer of ours one time that they said that they wanted uh, us to switch to green products. And I called my company that I purchased my products from, and we had a long discussion. And here's what we got. This stuff tends to be what, what on the side of repellent and versus an attractant. And an attractant doesn't necessarily mean that it calls them to you. It just allows them to travel through and die. And the repellents are the one that stink. And he said, look, this eco-friendly stuff they want, it stinks to high heaven. And in its diluted form, you're, versus what you're using now, what you're using now diluted has, is less toxic than the fluoride and the toothpaste you brushed your teeth with this morning. Okay. So what is it that actually happens to kill bugs just in a word we're coming to the end of it but it depends on the type of product sometimes it it hits their echo their exoskeleton and will will freeze them from the outside in okay well that's a charming sometime, thought. <laughs> sometimes sometimes depending on what it is it will it will get in their nervous system and, and kill kill them okay in their nervous system well we the, these are really cheer, cheery vi- visuals to you me. Asked. i know i did it's all on me this is cheery visuals to uh, leave the tennessee valley spotlight radio show wayne thank you for coming and and hanging with us and educating us this is Allie turner and we'll see you in a week 
You've been listening to Tennessee Valley Spotlight. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to it on demand by going to WKAC1080.com and looking for the Tennessee Valley Spotlight link. Join us again next week for another Tennessee Valley Spotlight on 1080 WKAC.